0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call from the podium where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serda. Chiefs return to the practice field on Wednesday to prepare for their week eight matchup against the Denver Broncos as they look to keep that winning streak alive. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and defensive lineman Chris Jones. We'll go in that order, starting with the Chiefs head coach, followed by quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Then we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Chris Jones. Here's Andy Reid.
1: The injuries go really. It's Nick Bolton. He had surgery yesterday. Uh, He'll be back back in Los Angeles. He'll be back... uh, here tomorrow um, uh, with Justin uh, Ross just uh, addressing that upfront um, we're taking in all the information and have been we'll continue to do that um, he's back here he'll work today um, and we'll just take it from there other than that I really don't have any information for you um, uh, other than what we're gathering uh, and what we've, or excuse me, what we've gathered, so. Uh, all right, on to the Broncos. We look forward to the challenge of playing them for sure. Uh, uh, even though it just happened a couple of weeks ago, uh, we know the battle that we had with them, and they're a good football team. They're coming off a big win against, uh, against Green Bay and where they played well, and um, we've got to make sure that we get our work done uh, these next few days here before we before we head up there, so uh, we started that today with a walkthrough And we'll, we'll keep building on that Anyways with that time, Coach, When you <coughs> play a team
2: twice in about three weeks a team you know very well Do you save parts of a plan that you don't show the first game for the second
1: game? How do you work that out? Um, yeah, you you normally don't do that No. Oh. Yeah, so um, you start saving things in this business, and you got problems. So, that is the way I've always looked at it. Um, you know, so you got to, you know, whatever stuff you've got for that game, you put it out there and you go. And um, and then you play them again. You put it, put your best stuff out there and go. So that's uh, that's what I've always felt. Andy, Nick uh, Bolton is legal on IR. Uh, Veach is going through all that now so I'll get you that information when he finalizes it you know but right. we'll just see we'll see how it goes and the one positive was he didn't have to have any metal put in there you know so um, that's a that was a positive going forward and um, so we just got to kind of check see how the things go here but Veach is on top of all that um, Justin Ross gonna practice or- yeah he'll practice
3: and you were just want to well? speak procedurally to how,
1: how you go about determining keeping somebody out there with, with when something like this comes up or what what,
4: what is on yeah, all so, the
1: yeah all the well uh, all the situations are different so um, you know obviously the law enforcement part of it you, you listen to what uh, the real details of what went on and and then we keep open communication Brett myself and are people that deal with the law enforcement, so, um, you know, and then we make the final decision from there.
3: You didn't mention Justin Watts so of the scene. you expect him to practice today, too? Yeah,
1: yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. When uh,
3: When you guys were getting ready for the Broncos a couple of weeks ago, how have you seen them progress year one for Sean, how much better do they have now made it the first time something that
1: long ago? Yeah, well, Sean, listen, Sean made some big moves and uh, and letting guys go. and. He, he is a, he's a veteran coach I mean he did that for for a reason um, and they made some adjustments on the defensive side and they um, and they they're playing good football you know and so I, I don't know what went through the all of that but um, the last couple of games they've changed up what you know what they were doing before that and it's they've had success with it so you know but it's because he's been around, and his defensive coordinator was a head coach. He's been around, so they, they, they know how to how to maneuver, and um, have done a good job with it.
4: Andy, with third down conversions, you guys are number one in the league, and with third down and 15 and above, you guys got to have, really have a large gap in between other teams. What's made you so successful on third down conversions, especially the long ones?
1: Yeah, well, listen, Matt, Matt takes care of all that. Naggy, and um, he he does a great job with it. Um, And then, obviously, Pat has a huge part of that. I mean, um, he's special uh, in that area, throwing the ball. I mean, he's obviously he's very special. And um, and then the receivers and offensive line have done a good job. So, but the scheme has been great, um, and and the players have been great. Yeah. it's the best answer I can give you. <laughs> uh, but you're only as good as the next one, right? So you <laughs> gotta make sure you take care of that.
4: Coach, are you back in the day we remember when Tony Gonzalez was playing great football at tight end, coincidence, but against the Broncos, they throw Champ Bailey on him. So you know, are you ever surprised that, you know, you don't see Travis getting that kind of attention? Is there a reason the game has evolved to a point that, that wouldn't yeah. be?
1: Yeah, well number two jumped on him on third downs last time we played him. So um you know that they've they, they know who Trav is and they they had they had a plan there so um, maybe you see a little bit more of that or whatever you know whatever but teams are taking and putting good players on Trav or doubling them and um he and Pat or they've got a unique chemistry there so um, uh, yeah
4: it isn't all that unspoken connection or are, are you I'm not sure you guys drill everything down to the end degree or does it take a little is it, some of this credit may go to your line for doing a little more time for yeah. to see how Travis is going to read it and yeah the,
1: the line the line does a they do a good job um, and then we always talk with the receivers tight ends about having that clock in your head and Travis got it That ability to keep that thing running how long can I do what I need to do to get open and Pat stays in tune with that and so um, they've they've got a good connection I mean that's what makes them special together Uh, uh, you know but uh, from a defensive standpoint you you try to put too many guys on one guy and then uh, the other guys you know have a battle so um, that's a. It can be a tough thing from that side. But. All right. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. What is the challenge of
2: playing a division
5: opponent twice in three weeks? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, when you play a division opponent, um, you you know each other already. Um, you, you you prepare for against the, uh, that team, and they prepare against you all offseason. Um, and then being able to being able to play them two times in three weeks really um, a little less than that, honestly. It's uh it's a challenge because we were so much familiarity. They know what we want to do. Uh, we know that what they want to do. And now how can each team execute at a high enough level to have success? And so uh, obviously they did a great job against us uh, with their defense this last game. And how can we adjust? And I know they're going to make adjustments as well um, and have success this next game.
3: Sounds like there may be snow in the forecast on Sunday. I know there's been that video in, in history of you kind of saying you're a snow game guy. Mm-hmm. Do
5: you have any reason or rhyme or reason why that, that could be the case? Uh, I don't because I grew up in Texas, so I only saw snow like twice when I, growing up. So uh, just kind of got accustomed to it here in KC. Is there something with the grip that maybe like? Um, it's definitely, I thought snow was gonna be, I guess like rain where it gets a little slippery. Um, whereas snow, it, it actually kind of makes it a little bit sticky in the air. So I think that could be something uh, as far as why. And then at the end of the day, you just gotta go out there and throw it and see what happens.
4: Patrick, When it comes to third down conversions, you guys are number one in the league. And then when it comes to third and fifteen, you guys have a sizable margin between one and two. What is it about third downs that you guys are just able to just create out there and make it work?
5: Yeah, I think it's a mentality. Um, the coaches preach um, how we're going to execute. The guys go out there and do it. Um, and then we just have belief that we're going to make it happen some way. Um, it all starts up front. The offense line in third downs has to block um, against great pass rushers when their ears are kind of pinned back and they want get to the, get to the quarterback. And they've done a great job of that. Um, and then the guys, whenever I've extended, have been able to, to make plays happen. So uh, you got to have the mentality to really execute it during practice so you can execute it during the game. Do you feel
4: like you're, you're at the best when you're able to extend those plays
5: sometimes? When you- um, yeah, I mean, I think we do a great job first of, of having the play calls um, to, uh, to go against what the defense is presenting to us. Um, yeah. And then uh, whenever we do extend, I think guys do a great job of, of getting themselves open. And then whenever I can run for it, I try to run for it.
4: I know we- Spread the ball around. He was ten receivers, eleven targeted. But you ever go back when you see the first half Travis Kelsey had? You ever like I don't know, giggling in the huddle? Like why aren't they covering this guy? Like he's not an <laughs> unknown commodity, and it seemed like it was
3: easy.
5: Yeah, he's I mean, uh, I think def- I think defenses and defensive coordinators are, are are doing their best to cover him. He's uh, there's a reason he's Travis Kelsey. He gets he, he finds a way to get himself open versus man versus zone, kind of versus everything. So I'm just glad he's on my team. I'll say that. And there was a reason for you to pull for certain major league teams when you were growing up because of your dad. But I wonder if the Texas Rangers were ever part of your fandom as a kid. Yeah, no, I was a, I was a big Rangers fan um, kind of when I I grew up, um, especially kind of those high school years when they were kind of getting to the World Series. Um, they ended up losing two of them, and I was able to go to some of those games. And so uh, I was a Rangers fan. I still, I, I guess it's my team when the Royals aren't, um, aren't in, the, in contention, so I, I'm happy for them to get to the World Series. Um, I know I was, Shane Buchel, was a big Rangers fan as well, so I texted him uh, when they got there. So it is cool to see, and uh, hopefully they go out and, and win it all. It's
0: been a few days now. What do you think McColl just generally has brought back to the team?
5: Yeah, I think uh, he brings in another spark of energy. I mean, you all see McColl, man. He always has a smile on his face. Um, and for him to be there um, in that locker room, you can just feel the energy and then obviously the speed and he has familiarity with the offense. And so uh, other guys that are younger can even learn from him just cuz he's been here for a couple of years now. And even though he left, he's back quick enough that he can pick up the stuff that we added in uh, pretty quickly.
3: Rashid mentioned on that touchdown that it was originally around a corner. Mm-hmm. He made an adjustment there. How quickly is he coming along as far as being able to make adjustments and, you know, was that kind of something you expected him to do or thought
5: he might do based on the coverage? Yeah, I mean, he has, he has great feel. Uh, I think that's that's the biggest thing. I mean, obviously, you see how explosive he is and you see the physical talent, but he has a good understanding of when he's open and how to stay open. And um, he's starting to recognize coverages more and more. Uh, coverages are a little bit more uh, complex than they were in college. But you can tell as he's starting to learn more and more, he's getting himself open. Um, and so I think we'll continue to work with that. Um, and he'll continue to find ways to get himself open whenever maybe the necessary route is not going to be. And uh, he did a good job of that on the touchdown. Did you see
3: that too? Did you see, were you hoping that maybe he would make the adjustment or? Yeah,
5: originally um, he was the primary originally, um, but we had a kind of another option if they played a, a too high shell, which was uh Kadarius and they did a good job of covering that. And I kind of reset it back um, and was just looking for a guy to kind of have outlet to throw a check down to and just saw him uh, pull up in that window perfectly. So, uh, yeah, he definitely wasn't supposed to be open, um, but he did a good job recognizing the coverage, knowing where to be at uh, at the right time.
3: Huh? Todd? a couple things. Uh, first off, Justin got arrested the other day. And he's back. The coach said to the team, as, as the captain of the team, what sort of message do you have for him as he comes back and tries to work through this stuff?
5: Yeah, I mean... Uh, we, all, we, we love Justin, um, I don't know too many of the details um, as far as that goes. But uh, you know in this locker room, it's a brotherhood. So we just try to pick each other up as much as possible.
3: A football question, uh, on the scrambles, the third and long scrambles, it seems that you always have just enough to get there. We talked about your speed before. But is there a secret to knowing, like, you know where the, the routes
5: are? How, how do you pick where to go, when to run? Is there, is there spots you know where you can run on a plate if it breaks down on something? um yeah i mean i'm always looking to throw first um knowing that the guys are faster than me and they can make the big plays happen um and then whenever i do run i run scared and try to get out of bounds and pass the first down as fast as possible (laughs)
0: last one
3: by patrick with with
1: everybody's tough out there but with rasheed both those touchdown catches in recent recent weeks he was going to get hammered uh can you just describe what it tells you and your own trust to see a guy take the hit, and nobody's willing to take
5: the hit like that. Yeah, no, I mean, he's a good football player at the end of the day. Um, he wants to go out there and win. He wants to compete. Um, he's Texas tough, man. You know, those Texas guys, man. They're tough out there on the football field. Thank
2: you. <laughs> Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team.
6: Hey, it's all good. Uh, Coach recall called a timeout. Hey, Chris, you
3: guys work a lot in uh, training camp on like that third down package with you and George outside and then Mike and Charles inside. You finally got to unveil it. Uh, what do you like about that? I mean, how, how,
6: how tough do you think you four are up there? Um, I don't know how to answer your question. I didn't go to training camp. That's right. You were not there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, Gosh, it's
4: like you're talking about brain
6: cramps. Yeah, it's all oh, good.
4: How
3: excited were you
6: just able to get it out there? It was fun. Um, I think we can continue to build off of it. I think our best game is uh, ahead of us. I think building chemistry along the defensive line, having Charles in there, everyone being able to move around. We got Mike Dano who can play three-tag or a bump on the outside. We got George who's getting accustomed to being moved around. And every guy in the room is interchangeable on the pass rush. So I think it's a plus for our D-line.
2: Chris, when you play a team twice
6: in basically three weeks, what are the pros and cons to that? It gets harder. Um, The team knows what you excels at, and the team knows where um, you kind of had a problem at the first game. So, um, Denver Broncos, I think they have a heck of a quarterback, an amazing coach, Sean Payton, and um, great supporting staff around them. Um, I think last year they had one of the top defenses. Uh, A lot of guys on that defense still remain there, so uh, I think that's a tough outing. This is a nice group. Unfortunately, their record doesn't show that, but I think they're still a great team. When you talk
1: about the record and what you saw from the last year, expectation from this year, is there anything that caught you by surprise coming out of that game, about how well or how well they played this season?
6: I think they got two dynamic running backs who can run the ball. I think they got a veteran quarterback who is decisive on his throws, who can command the offense um, and pick you apart if you give him enough time. So. Um, Coming from that, you know, and they got a heck of a head coach. I think Sean Payton is, for me, is one of the legendary coaches in his league, uh, Hall of Fame coach um, that I respect very much. So, you know, when you take that in perspective, um, they can, they got the potential to be a really, really good team.
3: Chris, you guys have done a really good job against the division, right? Won the division a bunch of years in a row. Part of that is Steve. This team never lost to the Broncos, right? Um, I
6: don't, I don't think so. I mean, no How do
3: you? What do
6: you attribute that to? Um, preparation. Um, the guys in the, in this building, from the, the coaches, to to the, to the players, to the scout team, um, giving us great looks, uh, preparing us to be ready for whatever we get in the game. You know, I think it's uh, I think it's as um, it's as a whole, um, everyone being accountable, and um, that message passing on down from the coaches and and to us, and I think it plays a huge part in our success going on the field
3: approaching the halfway point here. We're getting close. Uh, how much is
6: there a sense in the locker room that you guys have the potential to potentially be the best defense in the NFL this year? I think more so is the sense of just being better than we was last week. Um, we don't want to put that put that weight on anyone's shoulder. We still got a lot of young guys. Still got a lot of guys growing. So, uh, as an as a whole, you want to just be better than you was last week. And at the end of the year, we we'll continue to do that. I, I think we have the potential to be. One of the best defenses in this league, but right now it's not about being the best defense in the league. It's about being the best we can be, week in and week out. Chris, how much does the return of Charles, the presence of Charles,
2: help
6: you be that? What kind of dimension has he added? Um, Charles been able to play inside and outside um, came back. Um, he got, he, he, he got over that excitement, got his sack. Um, we welcome him back with open arms. He's going to be a guy we are able to use all around the place. He's big, he's tall. He's actually fast, uh, faster than he look. No pun intended. <laughs> he can go inside outside. I think they can help our group tremendously. Um, like I was telling Joe Cullen, I, I never think you can have enough pass rushers in one group. And you
1: said he got over that excitement. Did you kind of have to reel him in? Was that, that-
6: Yeah, you you know, when you haven't played for a while and to come back and get the sack is just a relief because, you know, it's like uh, he finally got it, you know, and then also to be back with us. I can only imagine how much he missed the game and been away from his time, uh, how that played an effect on his emotion. So glad to have him back. He told
2: us in the locker
6: room he has a Swiss Army knife. If he's a Swiss Army knife on the defense, what are
2: you? I'm just Chris Jones. The hammer?
6: I don't know, whatever y'all want to call it, y'all. <laughs> whatever y'all want to call it.
4: Chris, I've asked a few guys this, but the schedule is more unique now than maybe ever before since you've been with the team. Just how much of a challenge has the schedule been? Because you guys are going to have more miles this year, uh, obviously Germany included, than you have obviously in
6: the other year previously. I think um, it's super exciting. Um, we got a lot of guys who come from college. Um, they haven't been overseas yet, right? So to get the opportunity to go overseas and play in front of Germany fans is going to be excited. Um, I think it's remarkable. Also to expand the game on that type of level, I think that's remarkable also. Um, you know, we don't make the schedules. We don't have a right. choice on where the schedule go. Just wherever you put us, where that's where we'll be at. Chris,
4: when it comes to you guys are number one in the league in knock-down balls, in balls. So what is it to that
6: that you guys have been so well Well, when you got two guys in the middle that's six five and six six, then you know it's like playing basketball, right? (laughs) Just getting the block. Um, No, I think it's some George, uh, George, and the rest of the guys we work on. Uh, You know, our coach he 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 emphasizes a lot throughout the week. You know, Joe Kelly emphasizes a a lot pass rushing, knocks, sacks, hurries. So we kind of simulate drills. For Everything that we do in the game, and then on Sunday it kind of shows up.
3: You guys have played a couple of games without Nick, but you lost him during the middle of the game the other day. What was the difference like having kind of Drew take over the, the play calls during the game, and, and what, what has he done to maybe show that he can replace
6: Nick as much as possible? Um, first and foremost, Nick, we're gonna miss you. I love you. Um, get well soon, my guy. Um, Nick, that's my dog. That's my LB. Uh, but Drew's done a heck of a job coming in and filling that void for Nick. Um, he's been very vocal. He's uh, took, that, took that, um, that leadership role of voicing everyone and getting us lined up. So I think he's done a tremendous job in the amount of time that he's been able to accustom to the defense coming from there last year. Defense is kind of complicated at times to kind of adjust to, but he's done an amazing job on picking us up and uh, getting us directed. Chris,
1: course, If I can follow up on that, when you you've been obviously on two team and, and team and one, what's been the biggest difference from year to year to where you all are where you at right now compared to you know previous
5: years? <coughs>
6: um, I think every year has its, uh, its challenges. You know what I mean. I think every year is different. Uh, every year offers different adversity, right? Um, this year in particular, we got a lot of young guys. Got a lot of new faces. You know, um, I think part of those Super Bowl teams, we had a lot of familiar faces uh, amongst the defense, amongst the team as in general. So when you have a, a lot of new guys come in, um, first and foremost, it's about getting those guys to buy in, buy into the system, buy into the system of being unselfish, and also buy into winning and sacrificing. So um, once you're able to do that, you're able to make strides. And secondly, it's about commitment, um, committing to being better every day, um, especially in practice, giving your best foot forward and um, it'll show up on game day. Chris, shortly before you hit the podium, reports kind of broke that Frank's heading to Seattle just to
3: talk to them and see if it works out. Um, I know you've been campaigning for him uh, on on social media. What's your reactions
6: and maybe him landing back with the team that he started with? Listen, I think that'd be a remarkable thing for Frank. I think he had a lot of success in Seattle. Uh, you know, Frank, I love him like a brother. I actually talked to him uh, last night about this. Um, you know, I wish the best for him. Um, hopefully, he comes here. Uh, and but most importantly, I want the, what's best for him and his career. Um, you know, Seattle, hometown team, as who drafted him, so it makes sense. And you know, I hope it goes well for him. Chris,
3: uh, uh, you're almost halfway through. Have you been looking at your, you know, snap percentages and sacks? You know, the things that have to do with your incentives. Yet, or are you just trying to put that, that all out of your mind?
6: man, I don't really think about the incentives. I know I hit them all. Uh, it's not uh, such a big deal to me. I know they're achievable. I know I'll achieve them. I don't really have to think about it, you know? Last one. Chris, last year,
2: obviously
4: this was around the time when there was the controversy hit of a strip sack, but it was called obviously, you know, roughing the passer. This year you guys have not had those issues of like, this is not meant to jinx, but what has led you guys to sack the quarterback at
6: such a high level but not obviously be penalized yet? still early, man. <laughs> still early, man. <laughs> Let's just keep the fingers crossed and making sure we uh, we roll and, you know, hit an area we're supposed to hit in. You know, um, Coach Paz does a good job, especially on Saturday, um, giving us, uh, you know, tips on the game we always bring up the hit zone of a quarterback where you can and can't hit him at so um, we always keep that in the back of our head especially playing against guys like Russell Wilson when you get close to him he's able to duck being sit sits, trying to get low it's easy to get the head or it's easy to kind of land on top of him so body weight shifting and, and you know um, trying to protect ourselves from you know any injuries going out thank
5: you, thank you guys thank you.